1: We're not doctors and we don't play them on the internet. Now, let's get ready to chew the fat. Mmm, bacon. Hey, all right, everybody. Welcome back to the Tactical Kitchen Show.
0: Still in quarantine,
1: still locked down.
0: What episode is this?
1: This is episode 90.
0: Episode 90, wow. We skipped last week.
1: We did. So, we skipped last week because, once again, we're just lazy.
0: I totally <laughs> forgot what day it was. Like, I've had so many times where I woke up in the morning, and it takes me a good minute to go, what day is it?
1: I know. It was t- getting totally weird uh, just trying to keep up with, uh, you know, what's going on during the week. The only thing that's kept me straight is workouts, like programming. So, I know... What days I'm supposed to do, what activity is the only thing that's kept me sane.
0: Like, like you said last time we did a podcast, we know what day it is because Monday is always a long run.
1: Right, yeah, long run Monday. And we got our long run in today.
0: And today, I will say that it was especially nice outside. It wasn't sunny, but it was cool, not hot. Mm -hmm. Um, the weather was actually really good for running because the wind was like one mile per hour. So I was able to get in a one hour run today.
1: That feels good too. That was my
0: first one for this whole year of 2020, which is like the worst so far. (laughs) So, So
1: getting to those points of those one hour run is so good because that's when I tell everybody that's when the magic starts to happen.
0: Yeah, you know, a long time ago when we first started going to the low-carb conferences and we ran into and met Peter Defty, who coaches a lot of long-distance runners, that was what he said was that once you get to that magic one hour, that's where everything else really happens. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because I watch watch some CrossFit stuff on YouTube. And um, so I really like the uh, guy, uh, what's his name? His last name is Richie. Um, I don't know his first name. I don't know his first name. But they do a CrossFit videos, and I actually saw one this morning. They did the same thing. They did a one-hour run.
1: One-hour run. And I, it is magic. Yeah, it is. Well, there's certain things your body starts to do when you do that conditioning for an hour. It starts to build, you know, uh, muscles and capillaries and mitochondria and all those things start to happen. So you start to condition your body to run for an hour, and then everything else. Kind of starts to elevate around your workouts.
0: Well, I think the big thing that helped me with being able to run the one hour today um, for the first time was that I have consistently, since we've been in lockdown, been doing a three mile walk pretty much seven days a week, mm-hmm. even rest day long walk every morning long walk because I have to walk the goofy dog, mm-hmm. hairball. <laughs> the hairball anyway. So I've just I've just used that. We know that when you walk for a long time, too, you start to build extra mitochondria. That's why walking is so good. And today, I went out a little bit like faster than I should have. So mile three and four, I really started getting into a groove where my breathing was really regulated. I could have had a conversation with someone. I could have gone all day. Yeah. And that's that's really it's just awesome.
1: So something else we're, we're doing today... Uh, because it's already weirded me out doing the podcast, is we have a a camera set up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we've set up a GoPro to try to record it because we thought about, hey, what if we put this on YouTube and then you guys can watch it there? It may work out. It may not.
1: Yeah, you might never see this. Uh, You might. Who knows? Um, It's just one of those things. Uh, We've had people ask us to put more stuff on YouTube because that's how they follow us. So uh, you know I don't
0: know why. <laughs> if we can
1: if we can uh, you know uh, get stuff on YouTube and in the podcast, that means our reach would increase, which is great because we're just trying to get again our story and the, the story of health out there.
0: Yeah. and so we're old people doing YouTube. So One of the
1: the things I really don't like And this is a generational thing Is I don't like recording myself I don't like seeing myself And I don't like hearing myself
0: I don't mind doing a workout video And posting a 15 second clip On Instagram stories But Oh somebody's calling you
1: Not anymore But,
0: (laughs) But When it comes to doing this kind of stuff Like looking at the camera I'm like should I look at the camera Should I not look at the camera I don't know but anyway, whatever you may see it, you may not. Yeah,
1: yeah, you probably won't. So <laughs> probably not. <laughs> so
0: what we were going to talk about? What else we've started doing again? And I think we t- we've we've hit on a few things that we've kind of let fall by the wayside, just like everybody does when you've been doing something for a long time, you forget the fundamentals. Right. You leave the basics, and you have to return back to the basics.
1: Yeah, like what made you feel good initially? And one of the things that that I remember doing initially was adding all the fat into your diet because
0: it after, was brand new and it was brand was fun. new.
1: Yeah. So we kind of went and, and I felt great. I remember that the time when we first started, my, my runs were long, my, my body felt good. And I was amazed at how much better I felt after working hard. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of got away from that. So recently we've been adding back in the fat, adding in a lot of fat to try to see how that makes your joints, your workouts, your recovery feel.
0: Um, I started adding in more fat, too, because i kind of gotten into the place where I was, I was every afternoon, I was using the UCAN starch, Mm -hmm. and it, is it helpful? Uh, If you're doing longer, harder workouts, probably, maybe, I don't know, but I started adding the fat to see if it feels pretty much the same, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I have just as much gas in the tank to go on longer workouts as I do when I do the UCAN starch. Yeah. And I just start looking at everything like this. I start looking at it like, how processed is this? Where did this come from? Is this a real food? And when you look at the UCAN, not to, not to down it, but it is a corn-derived product and it is highly processed. And if I can just eat some more butter and coconut oil and get the same effect, if I'm looking at that, I'm going to go with the coconut oil and that butter because of yeah. the minimal processing that happens with that. And it's a real food.
1: Well, I mean, I've seen, you know, great results. Uh, you know, my, my run is much better now than it has been for the past couple of years. Mainly, it seems like, you know, I, I haven't had any real major injuries yet this year. I say yet because that's one of my things. I, I always seem to get injured at something. I don't but, know what you're talking about. I don't know, I don't know how that works. Um, Because, again, we talk about programming. I don't always deload. I kind of did a deload this last week or so. But I've got my six-mile run already this year, which I didn't get to that point until August last year. Because, again, I have to remind myself, this time last year, I was talking about getting a knee replacement.
0: Right. And we didn't start really running those long runs until later in the summer when you had started kind of figuring out to take out. We took out dairy. We took out dairy. did a lot of things like that that started making your knee feel better. And um, then we got into that thing where we we're eating more protein than fat. And now we've kind of come full circle and we're back to eating as much protein as we feel like eating and also adding in some extra fat. And, adding in the
1: fat. That, that has helped so much.
0: Yeah. So just like little things like the scoop of coconut oil, a spoonful of coconut oil in our coffee, every time we have a cup of coffee, adds that little bit of fat. Now, With that said, you're gonna hear so much conflicting information on this topic. If you start looking at every different person's blog, YouTube, uh, whatever they do to try to service the keto and carnivore community, you're gonna have people that say, you need to lower your fat and up your protein. You're gonna have people say, you need to lower your protein and up your fat. Where you fall, really is a self experimentation. And I've seen so many times that in one post, there'll be one person that they lost a lot of weight, taking out some fat and adding in more protein. And the next person in the post will say, mine was exactly opposite. I had to up the fat really high. And now I have no more fat to lose. Mm -hmm. How do you know which one you are? That's going to take some time.
1: You've got to, you, and you've got to do them, and, and that's okay. That all those different stories are out there, and the people that are telling the stories, they're not, they're, they're not lying, and they're not trying trying to be untruthful or trying to lead you in a, in a different direction. They're telling what happened to them, and as a person, you know, you have to understand that you are going to be on your own journey, your own diet journey, and you have to figure that out for yourself. and And we joked about this last week, uh, you know, that everybody wants the magic pill, like everyone wants to just take a pill. And that's the end of it. And I lose weight and I get in great shape. Well, it, it's not there. And we're never going to have that.
0: No. And I think that the experimentation part on each person's, you know, individual, on individual basis is, ba- that's not a word. <laughs> on an it individual basis, when you have to take the time to do this, I, I get the feedback a lot with clients is that, oh, uh, I don't want to do that. It takes so much time. And my my answer is always, it took a lot of time to get where we're at right Mm -hmm. now. So maybe, maybe you're 35 years old or you're 55 years old. It took you that long to get where you're at, maybe broken. And now if it takes you six months, a year, four years to get out of that mess, that's just a fraction of the time. That you've been alive. So then you have the rest of your life and it will always change. And that's what we usually try to encourage people to realize is that it's never going to be one way for the rest of your life. It's going to change as you change.
1: As your body changes. Yeah. And, you know, we've been doing this for five years Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've been doing this for a while and still having improvements. Like I I have an arthritic, uh, you know, I I call it my crappy knee uh, and it doesn't work well. I have limited range of motion. I I can't straighten it very good all the way to complete straightness and I can't bend it very well. But however, that is, it improves on a microscopic level. I can get small improvements when I really, really work on it. And I've noticed that a lot since we've been adding the fat, if I'm able to kind of push the range of motion limitations I like to try to push it a little more and it doesn't hurt as much and uh, that's one of those things that you know people often chalk up arthritis or or poor range of motion in your in your joints just to getting old and that's not always it it can be just you're not getting the right nutrition
0: right a lot of times the joint health and muscle weakness and things like that are directly well a lot of times most often, It is directly related to your fatty acid balance. And so as someone who does nutritional therapy as a practice, um, that's one thing that we, you know, I definitely look at is fatty acid balance. Like if someone fills out their nutritional assessment questionnaire and they're way off the charts with like a poor fatty acid balance. And then I see the foods that maybe they've consumed a lot of fryer oils, a lot of soy, a lot of corn a lot of vegetable oils, and then you take those away and you start adding in those good, healthy animal fats and coconut oil, avocado, all the good things, egg yolks, then you start seeing that fatty acid balance kind of regulate and all of a sudden that's when people will say, hey, my joints don't hurt anymore. Right. Or hey, I have energy throughout the day because that's one thing people who have really low energy, where's your energy come from? It's either carbs or Fat. And a lot of times, you know, when dealing with females, fat phobia sets in when yeah. you start talking keto.
1: Yeah, and that's hard for some people to understand that you can pretty much eat, I don't want to say all the fat you want, but um, a, a lot of fat. And that's the biggest mistake um, that we have. If you hear the train, the train's coming by. Um, uh, that's one of the biggest mistakes. I see that people, when they go, they go low-carb, and I try to explain to people, there's a difference between... low carb diet and a keto diet because, because low carb is just, you just lower carbohydrates. Hey, okay, great. You might lose weight. You might uh, have some changes, but you, when you go low carb, you got to go high fat. And most people don't understand how to go high fat and that you can go really high fat. You can really, you can really push those limits to see how your body reacts
0: yeah you can and you know it's it's always hard for the person who's new because fat receptors are it takes a little time to wake them up and we've talked about that before why people get you know disaster pants when they first go keto (laughs) Um, because if you start trying to eat all the fat all at once your body just can't absorb it which is an interesting point because it is kind of like you know it does slip right through and, it can. Yeah. And so it takes a little while to acclimate your body to getting in that fat. And your fat threshold is going to be different than each person's. It's just, you know, there's so many people throwing out, like, you need to be at 75% fat, 80% fat, 60% fat. You have to find your range of fat that works for your body, that gives you energy. Keeps you in a state where if you're wanting to lose weight, that you can lose weight. Um, You know, if you're wanting to put on muscle, enough protein where you can put on muscle. It is always an experiment, and we're constantly doing it ourselves. Um,
1: Constantly messing with it.
0: All the time. So some interesting things that have happened over the last couple of weeks is I think that... You know, I've talked about my sleep problems. We always focus on me, just in case you're not aware yet. We always focus on my stress. So uh,
1: anytime we're like, what are we going to talk about? Millie says, I'm just going to talk about I'm I just going to talk about, about me. <laughs> okay.
0: I have a lot of problems. <laughs> so so ladies, I, I think that I've looked back and my sleep issues started, ironically, when we started doing carnivore. But I don't know that that was actually all the problem. I try to, you know, not think about the fact that it could have been straight up menopause issues um, because I am 48 and, you you know, you know it's coming, but I really think that I'm in that stage of where it's actually happening now.
1: It's happening.
0: <laughs> I've missed my first cycle. <laughs> so, it's kind of like, no, I'm not pregnant. Um, that can't happen. So anyway so what is it so what is it so i'm pretty sure that all my sleep problems the erratic sleep that i've had over the last couple of years has been leading up to this point where i lost my first cycle which means dun 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 i've probably run out of eggs all my eggs are out of the baskets
1: the store's closed
0: yeah no more eggs
1: well, I mean, so. and, and that's something that, you know, that people have to pay attention to because, it well, especially women, I say people, I don't mean...
0: Men, you better pay attention. Men,
1: we, 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 the, only, the only thing we pay attention to is like, man, my wife is really just freaking out.
0: Well, you know, it's weird because like throughout our journey on carnivore, I would say that my cycle got like, I didn't have really bad ups and downs, but this last month I was like... One minute I wanted to just burst into tears, and the next minute I wanted to rip somebody's head off. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And I know you noticed it.
1: Hey, it, it happens. And, and you know, guys just, we don't, again, we don't understand it. We just have to kind of like, okay, well, you know, well, and I'm going to go out to the shop.
0: something else that was telling was that my skin suddenly, like, changed on my face. Like, I got very broken out in these little tiny bumps. And then you're questioning the whole time, is this something that I've gotten into? Right. Um, Is this a food reaction? No, it was probably just a straight-up hormone change. Because just like in keto, where you shift your energy from using glucose to ketones when you go through menopause, you're shifting your hormone production from primarily the ovaries to the adrenal glands. And so that kind of puts all the pieces together for the, you know, disrupted sleep, the sweats, (laughs) sweating, like what everybody else is called. Also the, the like mood swings because everything you're switching gears basically. And, and, And it's, it's, Hard to put your finger on because people will say, when does perimenopause start? When does menopause start? Well, theres it's just like the fat range that everybody has to find for themselves. Every woman is different.
1: That's true. And guys, we have it easy. We just, you know, we are who we are. Unless unless you get into that, you know, we've got low testosterone and you're having to deal with that. And then that's a whole other uh, story.
0: Yeah, that's...
1: Which has happened in earlier and earlier. I, I, know, I know we've talked about it before about guys having... You know, low testosterone in their 20s, and that's all nutrition, that's all diet, that's all things that are going on or in your body. So, um, you know, we've got a couple episodes where we talk directly about that.
0: Yeah, and so the whole thing with the the menopause issues that, you know, you find with females is that, I mean, the guys do kind of have it easier with their hormone cycle because it's a 24-hour cycle. But since we're moon babies and we have this whole 28-day cycle thing, Um, When it starts to shift, it can get pretty shady and sketchy. So as that's happening, it can be really bad. But I think that the reason why we think that menopause is so horrible is because everybody, not everybody, but the general populace, if you look at the information that's out there, it comes from people eating a standard American diet. Right, And so when we look at the standard American diet, it's not really good for hormone production at all. It's not good for menopause, for menstrual cycles, for hormone production at all, period. So what's considered normal is really just common. Right. And if this was the worst that it could be, then I feel like if I had been on a standard American diet, I would have been a freaking monster, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I mean, I felt like it was pretty. Looking back, because I keep all my notes, I keep my journals every day. Looking back on it, I can say it's not it's not as bad as the stories that I've heard. It actually was pretty mild.
1: Well, um, yeah, I've heard some pretty, and we've we've talked to some people that had some pretty rough stories about going through menopause. So I know I know it can be difficult. For everybody. For women. Yeah. (laughs) Again, men, we're out. We're just over here just doing our thing.
0: Whatever.
1: We're guys. So uh, something else I want to talk about was talking about workout goals. Uh, Because, again, we already mentioned everybody. We're all in lockdown. We're just doing what we're doing, right? Um, uh, I know. so, so some people it's, it's, it's going to be hard to have workout goals, but you can still get out and run. So you can still take this time to, you know, get out and like we talked about earlier, walk for an hour, run yeah. for an hour and just move for an hour and start building up that conditioning because summer's just right around the corner.
0: It is. And, you know, we always talk about body weight movement and lifting weights and things like that. So the walking, the running. But then I would definitely say don't forget to add in. If you have no equipment, you probably have a step somewhere or something you can step up onto if you're able. Or you can do a variation, different variations of push-ups, squats, These things are going to benefit you in the long run, and everybody know I hope everybody knows that, you know,
1: yeah, home workouts are all the rage now, of course, because everybody's stuck at home. So every personal trainer is coming up with their own uh, workout, which I just kind of giggle about because they're all the same. <laughs> Nobody's coming up with anything new. If you guys heard that, that was our, I think her camera just said, I'm done. I think it died. But hey, whatever. We'll just keep going.
0: So one thing that I I would like to say about the working out is that a lot of times I find with people that unless they have some elaborate plan, they just don't do it. Mm -hmm. And what I've been talking to clients about a lot is that what happens is they get paralysis by, you know, by analysis. Yep. And if they don't have a 30 minute long workout plan, they just aren't going to do it. I'm a fan of the two minutes, the four minutes, just like in between, waiting for your coffee to brew or whatever. Do some squats, do some push ups, do some lunges. Those things are so beneficial, and a lot of times people don't view it as that. They don't think it's helping,
1: right? Because it's so little. That they like you said, they have to plan this elaborate workout that they have to get done. But you're right. Just uh, I call them nickel and dimes, and I tell people that all the time. Just nickel and dime it. You know, a set of squats, push ups. Um, you know, if you have a pull up bar, great pull ups. But uh, you know, a set of abs, and just rotate throughout the day. And you know, if you're getting in you know, a couple hundred pushups a day or a couple hundred sit-ups a day, that's going to add up and make a difference.
0: I'm telling women, just try to get 20, man. Well, well, I have a lot of friends who are my age who see my workout stuff and they're like, I want to be able to do that. But I'm like, well, you have to start somewhere. And, you know, you can start with two to four minutes of doing these body weight moves and then getting some mobility. And a lot of times it's like, oh, well, you know, that doesn't sound very exciting. And, and what I find is a lot of people, if, if they can't do the 100 or the 200 or the 300, then mm-hmm. they're like, well, I'm just not gonna do any.
1: Yeah, and that's a trap that's, you don't wanna get in.
0: That's, I think that's a difference too between sometimes people of varying ages. Mm-hmm. The older we get, the more we're like, well, it's really hard. It doesn't seem like it's that beneficial, <laughs> you know? And I, that's what I find with people my age.
1: Right, but this isn't an easy short term goal that you can make, especially now, you know, just doing something every hour. Or like you said, when you're, when you're in the kitchen or however you want to schedule it, you just knock a little bit of something out all day long. Exactly. Because we all have workout goals. Like one of, one of the things I'm working with now is it's really hard for me to squat. It's just my knees, they don't like it. There's a lot of pressure in them when I do that. And so I'm getting better at, at static squatting, but one of the things I have to work on is, is dynamic throwing a, a barbell up and landing in a squat. Can you throw
0: the barbell up over your head and catch it? Either one.
1: Either yeah, one. Either okay. one.
0: This sounds like Cirque du Soleil stuff. But, but
1: you know, a, a clean squat, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're doing that and you're having to land in a squat, that's really hard for me. Like, because I can't, I don't have that range of motion where I can go all the way to full range on the bottom and then pop up. I have to stop it. Right. So it's a lot of pressure on my knees. Now, I'm not saying I can't do it. I'm just saying right now it's difficult and it's something that I'm working on.
0: Well, you know, it's just like you couldn't run last year. Right. And, and now you're running. So all of that stuff is something that can be, you know, worked on consistently. And, you know, for me, i at the start of quarantine, I just tried to commit to getting a little more flexible and a little more mobile and work on that daily because I get frustrated if I'm like, I try to do yoga and I'm like, well, I can't get my arms behind my back like that. Mm-hmm. So I could be like the person that I described earlier, well, since I can't do it, I don't think one or two minutes is going to be that beneficial for me to hold a position and stretch out. But honestly, it's so beneficial. That's what I've been doing. I've been taking like, if I've got a couple of minutes, I try to get into a position to get a little more, a little bit more mobility and a little bit more flexibility and it's paying off. Mm -hmm. Like I've noticed in the last week, I mean, I haven't been able to do the splits in a really long time, and I can do them almost all the way now. Yeah. And that's like um, 48. I'm 48. Some people would say I shouldn't be able to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, I'm nowhere close to that, nor am I trying to do that. No. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, again, when I was a little kid way back when <laughs> we I love always, the, I love the little kid stories when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I could do all these things. Well, I'm 48 now and I can't.
1: Yeah, yep. So
0: that's life. When but... I was in high
1: school, I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming back though.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. You could get you could work on the splits with me. Yeah,
1: I can. Anyway, can anyway, the point is workout goals. Write down some workout goals, and again, they don't have to be grandiose, huge goals little things just to get you going in the right direction because those will eventually become bigger things if you get them done.
0: Yeah. And now is the time. I mean, quarantine isn't going to last forever. And if you didn't set some new patterns, you're going to wish you had at some point. This is such a great time to set up some new goals and Mm -hmm. some new routines. Um, Like we said, not everybody has the opportunity to be home and stay home because they're, they're on the front lines as a nurse, a doctor, a first responder, but for those of us who are just being asked to stay home and watch Netflix, don't just stay home and watch Netflix. No, you know, try out some new things, whether it's and find something you love. You know, I mean, I've got friends that love kickboxing. I'm I'm not a big kickboxer. I like CrossFit. So you find what you like and you do it.
1: Yep. Well, I think that pretty much brings us to a point. Does it? Uh, well, not really. Probably not. Probably not. There's no, we never have much of a point. We just have stuff that we talk about.
0: We do. Well, I wanted to talk about the menopause issue because, you know, I don't know. Should we have a party? I'm not sure. Because <laughs> a menopause? A menopause. I think that's a new thing. <laughs> we'll have a menopause.
1: But, uh, but how but women don't know. Like you just you talked about it. it's hard to know. Like have you have you well, been through it? Have you finished it? Well
0: and here's the thing. It, is it going to come back? Because the horror stories are like, you miss a time or two and then it comes back. And I'm like, I've been doing this since I was 11 years old. I'm ready for it to go away almost. You know, I'm like, I'm done with this. So.
1: Wow. What torture.
0: I know. Men don't even understand. We don't. people don't understand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, Hey, I think that kind of wraps up this fun episode.
0: Men a party.
1: The men a party in lockdown. Yeah, uh, But hey, listen, we re- really hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we're, we're, we're thinking about you. We are. Uh, and no
0: one was killed during last week no. in our house. So <laughs> I let everyone live.
1: <laughs> yes, we're all still alive. But uh, hey, we appreciate you guys listening. We hope you're doing well. And uh, we hope to do this again next week. Maybe we won't be too lazy.
0: I know. And our camera died. So now you really will never see this footage.
1: <laughs> all right. Go out there, eat fat, and prosper. Thanks for listening to The Tactical Kitchen. Hit subscribe and leave us a review.
0: Don't forget to send your questions to thetkquestions at gmail.com and visit our website, thetacticalkitchen.com.